0: So, you're probably asking yourself, how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable? You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms market on. So, how do you use marketing to grow your FF business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr., and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. What's up everyone? Welcome to another episode of Facility Management Marketing Podcast. As you are probably of you to know, my name is Javier. If this podcast sounds a little different it's because I'm sitting in my hotel room in Atlanta recording this podcast on my AirPods. And uh, I just got some stuff I just want to share and just want to kind of talk about. Uh, try to kill some time as well too before I go to bed. Uh, so that I have, have one more day of this conference that I have uh, going on here. So uh, right now it's uh, Cinco de Mayo. It's May. And so if you're listening to this, it'll probably be, gosh, I don't know, end of May, beginning of June. It'll be, you know, yeah. So with that, uh, what I wanted to do is I wanted to talk about um, a post that I had made on my LinkedIn profile um, the other day. And it got some pretty good engagement. Uh, a lot of people kind of, you know, were, were interested in it. And so I want to expand on this. And and I want to give like a simple strategy on how to write 52 nurture emails for a year. Really simple, nothing, you know, elaborate, you know, nothing sexy out of this thing. Um, And it's a simple strategy because what this strategy does, it allows you to leverage content that's already been produced and then how you would, you know, basically launch it. So, you know, here's the thing. First of all, the reason you want to have at least 52 nurture emails is that that gives you one year's worth of content to share with your audience, okay? And I think that you should have anywhere from 12 to 18 months worth of email content to send to your uh, list. That's one email per week for basically 12 to 18 months. And some people might be thinking, that seems like a lot of emails to send. I would never do that. I would piss people off. That is what you're trying to do. Not piss people off. You're trying to send them a lot of emails so that they are aware of who you are, what you offer. And when the time comes, when they're ready to move forward, guess who they're going to contact? You. But sending less emails isn't going to make them know who you are. It's going to make them forget and then actually move forward with somebody else that they have been seeing more often. All right? So it's no different from like, you know, dating somebody. If, if you just date someone every now and then, they're going to forget who you are and move on with somebody else. But if you date that person and have purpose with them, well, guess what? They're going to kind of know who you are. They're going to be interested in you. They're going to want to see you again, that sort of stuff. It's the same thing. And so that's the whole purpose of writing a 52-week nurture email campaign is to, to get these people to get to know who you are because they, they want to date you for a while. They're They're interested. But they they need to learn a little bit more about you, build some trust, and so we're doing this right now for our company, and we've got a strategy for this, and this would work for your facilities management company. I did this exact same strategy when I was working at CMI Mechanical. I was able to create twelve months worth of content in probably, I think one to two weeks. I was able to crank it out really really fast because I was just I was not because I'm a good I, you know I'm a fast writer is because I was looking at what we were producing and then I was just kind of replicating that content and then essentially shortening it up a lot more, talking about it briefly in an email, and then sending it out. So this is how you do this, is you, you do a lot of batching. That's number one. You, When you write this content, you wanna batch this stuff. And so when I say batch, you write in series. So maybe a series could be like educating your audience about You know, how to do preventative maintenance on plumbing, you know, on on, on plumbing equipment or on HVAC equipment. Um, Maybe another series could be is like, you know, how to properly hire a handyman service company. You know, another series could be is, you know, how to train facility managers, you know, four times a year, whatever it is. But you can create these series, Okay. And these series give you stuff to talk about. And so each email that you would be sending, essentially would be, if it's like, you know, a series of say four or five emails, then you would be you know putting something like in a subject line along the lines of, you know, X, Y, Z, you know, learn how to uh, hire a, a facility service company, part one of five. Learn how to hire a facility service company, part two of five something along those lines, because what that does is that it then tells people that there's more to this and you're giving them information. All right, so that's kind of the the gist of this is that you're gonna wanna start thinking about batching these emails. And if you can do that, that gives you a lot more content to spread out over the course of 52 weeks. The next piece that you wanna think about is that when you finalize a series of emails, you want to send out a sales email. And so this sales email is designed to dun, 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 make a sale. And the best way I can explain this is that this email is sent out about every four, I'm sorry, about every five, six or seven emails. So if you wrote a series of, a series emails of, of like four emails about hiring a facility service company, that fifth email, will be a sales email. If you just wrote another email about, you know, doing some PM work for your HVC units that, and it was five emails, that sixth email would be a sales email. And so these emails that you write in the series, value driven, and then on the PS, is gonna be all about a sale, pitching them. But you're tying what you talked about in the email to pitch them. Okay. 80% value, 20% pitch. That 20% is really like 5% because it's the PS. It's in the bottom. People scroll down to that. That PS sums up and you can put two PSs in there. First PS can sum up whatever the email was. Second PS can be like, "Hey, if this interests you, sign up here." You know, or if you're interested in scheduling an appointment with us, click here. Very simple. And if you do it that way, what that does is that it makes people think that you just delivered a lot of great information. And you did. You delivered great information, but it lets you kind of sneak in a little sale in there without you looking like a, you know, slimy, you know, salesperson. And then on the fifth, sixth email, seventh email. You're, you're kind of given the opportunity to pitch yourself because you've delivered a lot of great information. And then you can use that sales email to kind of tie in the series of emails that you just sent. And so that's exactly the same strategy that we'll be executing at, um, at Ratmate. And so that's way I can kind of explain this, is, is that when you write this style of nurture emails, you will get 12 to 18 months very quickly very, very quickly. You can probably hear in the background of fire truck, which is nuts. All right. I hope everything's okay over there. Anyways. So first things first, this is how you start doing your, you know, you've got the batching and then you've got your sales email, but then now how do you get the content? How do you get the topics? So first thing is that you want to start looking at, um, blog content that you've created. Okay. So if your website's created blogs, those are topics. Those are email topics that you can talk about. And those email topics can be part of the body where you tell the gist of whatever was in that blog. okay? Uh, and you leave that email kind of in a cliffhanger. So you write about it. And then you leave something in a cliffhanger where people are like, oh, you're not going to tell me that one piece? And then you leave a link for them to click on it to go to your blog to learn more about that. Um, and they're reading the blog and then that blog then quote unquote sells them or kind of like answers some questions. But then what you're teaching them is that you're teaching them to engage with your content. You're teaching them to basically be a part of what you're doing. Okay. So they're reading your email. They're clicking on the link. They're going to your website. They're seeing your brand. They're seeing your knowledge. They're seeing your authority. Interesting. And then you do it again for the next email and the next email. the next email and so blog content they've already created is a great way to create email content and topics as well as the body so you can you know somehow tie in something that's catchy for the subject line and then sum up the the blog but leave a couple of cliffhangers or one cliffhanger that makes them have to go into your blog to get the rest of it all right that's number one there Number one, another number, another one that you can use. Number two is any video content that you've created that can be summed up into maybe one or two hundred words. So if you've done video like on like a social post or on YouTube, um, or you have something on your website and it's you know how-to videos or or whatever that is, or you are doing them right now, then write a quick little email explaining what this video is about and the benefits of it, maybe leave something with a cliffhanger and then point them to the YouTube page or point them to your website that has that video. You see what I'm saying here? So that also becomes another topic, all right? That can be something that you can pull up, all right? Number three, social posts. If you're active on social media, especially on LinkedIn, any kind of posts that you've posted on that basically has gotten people engaged, has gotten great impressions, Okay, like people either commented, liked, shared, or there's been a ton of impressions, then you take that content and then you make an email um, about it. You kind of copy what it is and you expand on that content slightly more. I don't know, 200 words, 300 words. I mean, you could go as much as 500 words if you wanted to. And if you wanted to, you could even take that email and then point back to your social post so they can see it. So then therefore they're engaging with your personal profile on LinkedIn and they're seeing who you are, what people are, what other people are saying. They see some stuff in there. I've seen people take screenshots of their post, post it into the blog post, talk about slightly about this, and then put like a comment from like John Smith on what they thought and it creates a little like curiosity. So those are three ways in how you can create content. And if you are already active with blogs, and you're already active with video content, and you're already active with social media, you should easily create 52 emails for your nurture email campaign. If you're not active in those three things, then guess what you should be doing? <laughs> Creating content for those three areas so that you have emails to send out. Because here's the thing, if you don't write anything, you don't create anything, creating these emails is gonna be very, very difficult. So it's better off to create the content on a public domain, essentially. So on your blogs, all right, uh, uh, creating video on social media, and then expanding on this or sharing about it to your email list, all right? And so you take these pieces of content, these, of these three categories, and you just add them up, and, and you should get to 52 emails easily. Easily, and this is exactly what we're doing at Ratmate. This is exactly what I did at CMI Mechanical, okay? Typically, the call to action, to the emails that we were sending were to set up an appointment with myself, and I would have a link to a Calendly link, all right, which was free. unless you get the paid version, which is way better. And basically, what you would do is, is, or I'm sorry, what I did is I would have links going to either my website, um, or to the blog, or to a calendar, depending on what the call to action was, what the goal was. So the next piece, the last piece of this whole strategy about this whole email nurture campaign is following this little marketing tip that I've talked about previously. I don't know what episode, but I've talked about previously uh, on this podcast is, is using Hook Story Offer. So for each email that you write you got to, you know, in, where you take one piece of content from the above channels that we just talked about, you've got to come up with a strong hook, you know, and that hook is going to be, you know, the subject line, maybe the preview line, and even the first sentence of the email that gets readers to continue to read. So something that hooks them in. And then you tell them a story. That's the next piece of this. So a story that allows them to kind of like, oh, I can totally relate to this. I get this. All right. And it brings them into the situation. All right, so tell that story like Jerry Seinfeld. And if you don't know who Jerry Seinfeld is, God help you because that show is amazing. But tell that story like Seinfeld or like George. Tell it really well. All right, and then number three, the last part is the offer. Um, and so I already told you guys this, um, is that when you're writing these stories, make sure you are using cliffhangers. You want people to click on stuff to get them deeper into your story. But anyways, the last piece is, is the offer getting them to interact with your email. So the offer is typically going to be clicking on the link to go to the blog or clicking on the link to go to your social profile to see that post or clicking on the link to, you get what I'm saying? Or go to your calendar link, whatever that is, but a strong offer to help kind of close this little loop thing. And so this can be written very, very easily in eight to 12 weeks. Okay, and you should be able to get 52 pieces of content that quickly, if not sooner. So that's kind of the strategy. That's the approach um, that we are using at Ratmate. That is the exact same approach that we use at CMI Mechanical, and it works. And here's the beauty about this is that once you create all this content, it's set on autopilot. So you use an email distribution system or an email distribution software such as MailChimp. What we use is we use right now uh, MailChimp because we've got um, the server very warmed up to where we have a high open rate, but then eventually we're getting all that stuff over into HubSpot to sending all of our emails through there. Uh, But where I'm getting getting to is is that um, you use some sort of email software to send this email, okay, and you just automated it. So it goes out once a week on Wednesdays, for instance, or on Tuesdays, or on Thursdays, or whatever day of the week that you want, okay? And don't be wondering like, well, I thought Mondays are better, or or never send something on Fridays because no one ever opens it. People are gonna open the email if they care about it. I'll just put it to that way, okay? So send that email on a regular basis, on a regular cadence, at the same time, same day, every single day of the week for the next two weeks, okay? And then as you create more content, you create more emails, right? And then you have more stuff to add into. So they sit in your nurture campaign for 18 months and eventually for 24 months. And that is the goal. The more content you create, the more stuff that you can talk about to your audience. Hence why I'm doing these podcasts. So I hope this was super helpful. Let me know if you guys have any questions. Um, You know, like I I think when I'm I'm getting to the point where is, I'm probably going to be having these mini courses where I'll be selling these mini courses uh, to facility management companies that are interested in learning how to implement this particular strategies. And these little mini courses are going to be relatively inexpensive, nothing crazy, just to kind of see if it gets you know people interested in sh- and spurred up on on understanding how to do certain um, certain strategies that I've I've you know I've done and launched and, and been successful doing. So. Anyways, with that said, let me know if you have any questions. You can follow me on LinkedIn, linkedin.com slash in slash Javier Lozano Jr. You could also share this podcast with someone that is in your network that you think would benefit from it. And finally, you can leave us a five star review on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. All right, guys. I hope everyone has a great day, and I'll talk to you later all right guys thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets uh this is your host javier lozano jr hurt my feelings this is more for facility managers I'm facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing alright guys thanks a lot and have a great one